The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hello, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I are back together. Brian Kelleher calls in. We do a Matt movie minute, and then I give a movie, and then Matt gives another one. Action-packed. And Jimmy's off his diet. Kind of. Jaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Welcome. The team is back together. Yes. I was not, I was away the last couple. And I called in, I had some comments about Connor and Khabib. People get sub. Hey, shitheads. Yeah. Oh, they're talking to me. No, and by shitheads, I, I mean. talking to me and Chris. I'm like, yes? People, Jimmy? people who line up. So much on one side. Guys, like, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, Khabib, cut, shut up. <laughs> I know. I hate when they ask you your opinion and you tell them, they're like, yeah, we'll see. Who do you think's going to win? Oh, happy. Uh, Khabib. Yeah, we'll see. Ah, uh, yeah, we'll see, asshole. Now, what are we now, enemies? Why the fuck are you even asking me? I don't even want to talk to you. But honor, <laughs> look, the guy was about, honor is, I'm sorry, it's not an excuse. To hmm. jump over the fucking oh, cage. Oh, we getting back into this? Yes, for a second. Yeah, then why did... Why, I mean, give me, I'm not give saying me. I don't get it, but it's no, not but an excuse for jumping over the cage. Because right. honor people use to justify a lot of stuff that you're not supposed to do in life. Right. But some people do that just to promote shit. So, I mean, I 100%, think it's better, 100%. I mean, Connor did that with Jose Aldo. Just to, and they use that all the time. Dude, 100%. Whatever Connor... I'm not excusing what Connor did. Uh, the whole bus thing, everybody killed him for that, and they should have. No. Right, that's the other thing where people go like, oh, well, what, Connor did it? Yeah, what Connor did wasn't right either. No, Nobody no, listen, thought that was two good. two wrongs, you know. I bashed Connor for it, too. Yeah. But, you know, when they talk, it is a weird, weird situation that's going on now. A lot of drama. But oh. I hate drama, but, it, you know. We all love it. It is fun to talk about on UFC yeah. Unfiltered. Now they're, like, making a thing where, I mean, listen, that bus thing's the worst thing that ever happened. Yes, but terrible. somebody could have got literally killed. But, you know, I don't like that. I mean, and I'm, you know, listen, in this whole thing, I was always more for Khabib, obviously. It is, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, I'm not for somebody getting hit in the back of the fucking head. I mean, blindsided. I don't, now, how's that honorable? Connor did I, punch the other guy I don't, first, yeah, though. Yeah, but he punched him when the guy's coming straight at him. No, wasn't the guy jumped up on the cage? It looked like the guy, oh, yeah. it looked, Connor play, jumped, play one guy jumped up and yeah. was looking over the 
fence the way Khabib jumped and Connor hit him. It looked like Connor hit him. Yeah, there's a video of Connor punching him first. I think Khabib did say that. The other guy might have hit Connor first. To me, that kind of is more excusable, though, because once that guy gets on that cage, anything could happen at that point. You know what I mean? Like, Connor has a right to defend himself. He's trapped in the cage. I I think the guy was going up and over the way Khabib was. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. He hit that guy. And that's what set off the whole thing. But still, hitting the guy from behind, I mean, what is that? Yeah. You know, that's not good. I just think, but hey, man, I mean, hopefully they they just get past all this shit. Yeah. But I do know that Khabib's a fucking beast. He he is awesome. They both got the mandatory 10-day suspension or whatever. And they're talking, uh, Jimmy, they're talking about possibly a rematch. And I don't know, personally, I don't like that at all. Uh, Here we go. Look, Khabib. No, I think Tony Ferguson. I mean, it makes sense, obviously. For the size of that fight, if they rematch, but the I rematch, think Tony yeah. Ferguson earned that. A hundred percent. Well, we're watching the scramble right now. I would rather see Ferguson Khabib. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's different, cha- different. And I'd like to challenges. see. Um, oh, there's somebody's Connor's over there, and let me see. This guy is. No, it's already, it, it oh, it already, already happened. happened. Yeah, it would have already yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. Now the guy just hit him behind. Yeah. Now I the guy like you just that. saw that. You see that guy just punching from behind? Yeah. yeah. Go I'm back to a... that part one more time. The guy hit him from behind. I don't care what, what teammate. He hit him from behind. Connor's hit their face in that. Well, that's the problem now because guy Khabib jumps saying, the fence. Yeah. yeah, that's not good. And he hits him. Right. Is that the guy he hit going over or no? No, that was a different. That was oh, a yeah. third guy. Like, okay. Now, yeah. the one who just okay. hit him, is that the one that was supposed to fight Artem? Yeah, so that's Zabira. I believe it's pronounced Zabira. Tukagov, and that's yeah. one of like uh, Khabib's guys. And Khabib is saying he like kind of threatened that he'll leave if they fire well, this guy. The guy so, jumped the cage know. and hit Connor, who just lost. But but the other but, guy Connor listen, hit first. Listen, not I'm just and I don't have I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. But this is this is the problem. You know, Artem was there when they when yep. they attacked that. That's when right. They attacked the bus. <laughs> he was there for that. Wasn't he right. also so the point threatened is to be thrown? They cut his fight that night, but they didn't I throw him out. Got, uh, yeah, they didn't. So the yeah, he was supposed to fight uh, Bruce Leroy, I think, which would have been a really fun fight. But the uh, but the fact that he's not right. cut is, is, I think, Khabib's point. It's like, I hey, listen, this guy's still on the car. He's still on the on the roster. Roster? Roster? Roster! Let's call the whole thing. All right. But I think that that is the major problem. It's like, all right, look, you you you... you Put out a message like, "Hey, man, listen. Oh, if he got away with that, then we could at least do this." And it's setting the sport in a in a, in a rough way here. Well, look, always point it out and say, "Oh, but look what he did." Not that it makes it right. I'm not saying Lobov did was right. He was in on that, and whatever punishment they gave him would have been fine with me. But I do see a difference between yeah. that and somebody jumping into the octagon and punching a guy who just lost a fight in the back of the head. Listen, that was totally wrong. And then I think he was bragging about it, too. So that's not great. I mean, yeah. it's, I, I wonder what's going to happen. I guess we're going to have to see. My more annoyance was how people line up and get so crazy about it. It's like, you know, they get so angry if your opinion doesn't sync with theirs. That's like angry. Right. Yeah. That's like that with most things, though, isn't it? Yeah, but they don't, they don't they realize that there's two sides to it, and yeah. you're going to feel one way or the other. People who... Uh, defended Connor. There weren't many, but for the bus, I didn't hate them. I just thought they were wrong. Right. Well, and also at a certain point, like this type of stuff is more about the sport as a whole. You know what I mean? It's not just yeah, I'm on Team Khabib or Team right. Connor or whatever. That's what the fight's for. This stuff is like, it, you know, it can make a sport that we all love look bad to people that don't know what is going on. Yeah, or if on, a fucking know? riot breaks out. Yeah, of course. If a riot breaks out, then the UFC and Dana look terrible. It was just awful. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we can just move forward and get to some positive <laughs> shit. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. call Brian Keller. I do that. Okay, by the cool. way, my one of my um, one of our uh, Serralongo uh, 
up-and-comers had his pro debut over the weekend in Long Island, and he won. Dennis Bazooka, I want to give him a shout-out. He did good, this kid. This oh, kid's that's great. A 21-year-old kid. He laid this dude out, and he did, he did, uh, he did great. And, he, and Ally Quint is taking this kid under his wing. He kind of bonded with this kid, and, and that's, a, that's a good guy. And that's a good – people are going to say, is that a good role model? For a, if you're going to be a cage fighter, Yes. Was fucking raging yeah. Al is is a fine role model. Is, uh, a far, if you're going to be getting ready to fight in a cage, yes, hang out with Raging Al and and get some of that. Uh, let that warrior spirit just seep off, seep into you. And by know. the way, Raging Al uh, does have a fight lined up now. You think so? Officially, yeah. yeah. Kevin Lee, I was there for the first that's one. Right, a rematch. It was a good fight back then. I think that's going to be a great fight. I like me some Raging Al. Nice yeah, I, we I like a, both of these guys. We were at a fundraiser the other day for my uh, my buddy Frank Spano. His his, uh, his eleven month year old son has um, Frankie has uh, has leukemia. It's yeah. fucking brutal. So we all went to this um, fundraiser, and Al won a raffle, a thing with all like these like charms and things, and that he gave it to my kids and stuff. He's a nice guy, man. He's such a good dude. What's up? Do we have Brian on the phone? Hey, what's going on? Hey, Brian, how are you? We have to talk to you through this. Uh, this thing that's kind of rigged up because uh, Time Warner's uh, phone, <laughs> they stink. So how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Can you hear me? We can hear you, yeah. Chris, uh, Chris kind of figured out a way to hook it up through his iPhone, so we are able to do the call. Where are you now? I'm actually driving right now, but uh, I got you guys on speaker, so we're good to go. Oh, okay. Where, where are you driving? To the gym or from? No, I, I, I left the gym earlier. I'm driving t towards the mall now over here. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, I was watching some of your rap. It's really good, man. I, th I literally thought that you were doing that thing people do where they, they listen to rap and they mouth it, but that was actually you. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, that's Jimmy. me. <laughs> well, uh, Jimmy, I, I'm asking Jimmy what he's talking about. He's just pointing to you. What is he talking about? How does Tyrone Woodley get a record deal? You know what I mean? I, I got to get myself in Wait, there. what? Brian, Brian raps on his Bri uh, Twitter. Brian, you rap? I rap. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get the. I, I, uh. like to, I like to write on my downtime, <laughs> right. so I write a lot of stuff, and then I just rap for fun. But I've been people have been telling me to take it into the studio, so Dude, I feel you, like I should take it serious. Taking it to the UFC Unfiltered Studio. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, listen. There's a lot of people listening right now. Uh. Now I'm not just saying "ugh" I'm clearing my throat. I'm just getting the right kind of beat going. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I got. If I could do a I beatbox, got, I'd get you go, but I can't. Is there I anything you can break into? If, if we if we play the music to I'll beat your ass, you could sing like can you just get the ver the musical version of that? I, I don't I don't know if he's gonna be able to hear it actually because of the way we're set up. So. Oh fucking you, uh, let's beautiful. see if he hears beautiful. this for you. Do you hear that? Well, so, next time, when I when I come into studio with you guys in the city, I'll have something prepared. I'll I'll, I'll spit something on the mic live. Uh, how long have you been writing rap lyrics and rap songs? I've been writing for a while. I, I would say since I was probably like 18, 19, just for fun. I did, my, I used to, have, my, my dad plays guitar and he sings. So I've been around music my whole life. And uh, I used to make music like in the basement. He had a little recording studio down there, but it wasn't produced official, you know? Now, Brian, now what Jimmy heard, we could listen to that? Where's yeah, that? It's, on, it's on Twitter. And what is it? It's it was just Brian uh, in, 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 into kind of like his cell phone camera or whatever, or just kind of, uh, you know, it was like 30 what? or 40 seconds. It wasn't hey. that long. He, oh, Chris, the producer is getting it. He's getting yeah, it. I'm so excited. I, I, I never I, heard this. So these, have I, you, do it, I do it on my Instagram stories, and I also do it, like, I'll throw it up on Twitter, too. Dude. So have you recorded any songs? 
I've recorded full songs like back in the day. Nothing as of recent because I'm looking to try to get with like a legit producer that can make it sound more quality, you know? You know, I'll tell you, I heard uh, Platinum Mike Perry do something to the uh, Tyrone Woodley song. And I was very impressed with that yeah, guy. No, oh, oh, he did it great. Yeah, man. I saw that. Yeah, that he was, was good. Like, freestyling on his story. That was pretty good. He was freestyling that shit. Now, you can't freestyle. You're not like B-Rabbit. I could freestyle. I could do it, but it's hard to do on the spot. You know, like you got to really be sharp when yeah. you're freestyling. Well, that's the whole thing with the freestyle. I'm like, listen, I can't say nothing. I can't do shit. Well, did you ever see that video of Drake freestyling, but he didn't know there was a camera on him? He was re reading it off paper. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> no. Yeah, I think no, it was I on. Never saw that. I think it was on Sway's radio show on Sirius. <laughs> uh, I believe oh, yeah. it was. It looked like he was reading off paper. Yeah. That's fucking great, man. That's the thing. A lot of these guys freestyle. They like they they actually wrote that stuff and remembered it, and then they just freestyle style it when they get a chance you know so who freestyles okay does eminem freestyle for real or do you think it's pre-written um i think most of it's pre-written to be honest I, th Ooh. I think you can tell when someone's freestyling like it's not as perfect you know hey listen i have a question everybody wants to know about this one versus that one in mma i want to ask you uh mgk machine gun kelly or eminem go yeah, I think Eminem. I think not Eminem in a fight. Not in a fight. I'm talking about rapping. No, I I, I think Eminem for sure. I yeah. think uh, I I think both were really good. I think MGK had some good lines. I like and Rap I Devil. Eminem's just like a lyr lyrical genius. He is. Yeah. I, it, it, you, I like both. I like Rap Devil and I like Kill Shot. I like them both, Jimmy. I listen to both of them on the way here. Do you believe that? I do believe that. Yes. I <laughs> listen to that because I'm like, oh, man. And then I listen to uh, Queen live under pressure. Has nothing to do with the what story. Is, I just want to let you know. It was just that the I third am, thing. Well, it's the third thing I listened to. I didn't know you were you were into rap so much, uh, Matt. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, I didn't know. Uh, 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 I'll, Brian, I'll beat your ass. I'll, I'll beat your ass. ass. I'll beat. I, I, that's all I got, though, Brian. I can't. I, all I can say is that one hook. And I got nothing. So I'm not a good rapper, but I used to listen. Before you were born, there was a show called Yo! MTV Raps. Fab Five Freddy. Yes, and then uh, it was Dr. Dre, the other Dr. Dre, and uh, Ed, Ed Lover. That's right. Yes, it was, man. So I am what you call an OG in the rap game. Not really. <laughs> to listening. I used to like to listen to it. <laughs> and I still do. I listen to what the kids listen to. Have you ever, sorry, have you ever done it in front of an audience? Who, me? Bri no, listen Brian. Have you, ever done, have you ever rapped in front of an audience? No, I, I've never performed or anything like that. I feel like that's the hard part. That's what makes like a legit, uh, a legit artist. You know? I thought you were gonna say a legit MC. Sorry. No, but like if if you're gonna really do shows and make money, that's how you do it. You got to get in front of a crowd and get a fan base. Man, I, yeah. that, 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 listen. I mean, it's hard enough to fight in a cage, Brian. I don't know if you should be. Yeah. Hey, but listen, it's good to have a I'm side job. You never know. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's after fighting. You know what I mean? That's the scary part. How do you now, Brian? I'm 32. All right, hey, dude, I got listen. I know another guy on the fucking 57 from Long Island that had a great year at 32. <laughs> fucking hey. me. Yeah, I got the time. I need some of that good juju right now. Listen. Well, listen, man, you took out uh Henry uh, Burrell, which is the former champion, and then you had, you know, a little bit of a tough time with Lineker. <laughs> what round was that? That third round. Third round. So you were in the fight, man. I, I had a fucking minute and a half or so, you know. I I really <sighs> wish I would have made it out of there. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a fun one though. Not for nothing. I hate you know, it's not like it was no. A yeah, it was fight. a good experience. You know, it was a, a it was a learning experience. And that that guy hits harder than anybody I fought. You know, I've had a lot of fights. I never felt that before.
And hey, listen, man, that you could definitely take that with you. Now, tell us about what's next, because we heard you're fighting on the garden. We want to talk about that. Yeah, I'm fighting at the garden. Originally, I had a, an opponent from the Contender Series, Domingo Pilardi. He he got hurt and pulled out. So now Montel Jackson, who's also from the Contender Series, filled in and uh, kind of similar opponent, you know, taller guy, southpaw, and uh, you know, primarily a striker, but he has some wrestling too. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm excited to be back home fighting at home. It's, it's a lot easier to to deal with the weight cut like that and everything else. So, now, where, where were you raised? I was raised in Selden, New York, uh, on Long Island. Oh, okay. oh, all right, you're a Long Island guy. I didn't realize that. Now, yeah, where where are you training now, Bry? Because I man, know you I'm kind of just kind of bouncing around everywhere. You know, I'm like, yeah. uh, there's Tenth Planet Jiu Jitsu in Smithtown. Um, I'm also at Long Island MMA, and I actually I just went over to uh, Longo's gym the other day and got a little a couple rounds in with. Uh, Matt Frivola and Marab oh. was over there. So, uh, you know, very good work for you. Very good work. Yeah, yeah Marab's an energy machine, Dude. man. I love that guy. I remember Aljo, after his last fight, he says, people want to know what I do for cardio. And he put, like, a picture of him and Marab. Like, Marab... Dude, people, yeah. he, he just fight, doesn't get tired. When he spars, it's like how he fights. I mean, with, he just does not stop. He doesn't stop. Oh, yeah. Fuck, you, don't need, you don't need cardio if you're doing rounds of Holy That's shit, man. It's something else to watch, man. I love it. You know, that, man, I have such a good time with that, dude. So listen, yeah. I mean, you're used to fighting taller guys, though, Brian. You're like me. I mean, you're not the tallest guy out there. Yeah. I'm always the shorter guy. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm used to it. How happy are you to be fighting at the Garden? I'm happy, you know, but uh, I I'm, I don't get crazy excited about like where it is because it's just another fight to me, really. I mean, it's it's it just makes it easier, like I said, just being able to stay home through the weight cut and and uh, not have to deal with the travel or the time differences or anything like that. Yeah, but the problem with fighting at home though is you got so much family and they all start bugging you for tickets and they all want to be around you and talk to you the day of the fight. <laughs> Do you find that's difficult? Like that, you know, you just kind of want to be by yourself and everybody's bugging you for something. Well, the good thing is I don't have too many fans yet, so I'm pretty good with that. That's <laughs> not true, Brian. <laughs> no, no, I know. I, uh, it's it's not too bad. I guess everyone around me kind of understands how it is. We don't get tickets really to sell. You know, we get four tickets for our family, and everyone else has to buy tickets, you know, the normal way, whatever, Ticketmaster or on UFC.com. So it's not too bad. Oh, you get four tickets for your family? Yeah, that's what they give us every fight. We just get four tickets pretty much to give to whoever we want. And who are you giving your four tickets to in New York? Oh, I got my girlfriend. I got my mom. I got my brother, uh, my older brother, Keith. And then I think his wife. Now, is there anybody that's being left out? Uh, <laughs> there might be like one person left out. I'm not sure because I still have to figure out my third corner. Usually my dad's in my corner. But if he's not, then... Someone's got to pay up. <laughs> now, bro, what do you like to do when you're not, like, training? Tell us something about you in the in the off hours here. Just chilling at home, Netflix, or you're running fucking hills. What are you doing when you're not? Yeah, I, I mean, I do a lot of extra work. Like, if I, if, if I have a lot of time in between my sessions, usually it's two sessions per day. I'll go for, like, a run or something like that just to break up the day, just to add a couple of extra things. Uh, but if not, I'm I'm doing a lot of writing or I'm listening to podcasts, whether it's like some Joey Diaz or Kill Tony or um, 
Brendan Schaub's podcast, Below the Belt, or Rogan. I'm just like, I'm watch- there's so much stuff to watch out there, you know, so I'm keeping up with that. <laughs> Jimmy, you notice he didn't mention UFC Unfiltered. Well, he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> no, well, listen, I didn't know that was coming. I was waiting. I'm like, wait, I'm like, Jimmy, any second. Now. I'm looking at Jimmy about to high five him. And then, all, and then all of a sudden, I was waiting. And then all of a sudden, He mentioned Joey Diaz, Joe Rogan, Brendan. I, all right. Well, he likes to kill Tony. He likes those guys from uh, from Rogan's crew. Do you like Burt Kreischer as well? Yeah, I like Burt Kreischer. He's funny. I watch uh, I watch his Instagram stories a lot, too. He's pretty funny. He is good on those. Yeah, it's hard to be consistently in- interesting on Instagram stories. There's a lot of pressure. Know. You know, I, I like Joey oh, yeah. Diaz when he fucking takes too many... Um, Edibles, and he Listen, totally I'm, I'm and he good. totally passed out passes out. I've seen stuff like that on YouTube. He'll do a show oh with his he Joey, Joey Diaz. Diaz will, laugh, man. Joey yeah, Diaz, funny. he'll start eating his uh, edibles, and his an, I saw an episode where he just uh, he just passed out, <laughs> and he just totally passed out. He's sleeping. Yeah, he he's had people leave phenomenal. his podcast because they they accidentally eat one of those stars of death. Oh man, that's on my bucket list. <laughs> It's on my well, bucket list to do that Joey Diaz show. I'm sure you know. Did, I, know I know Joey. I, I hung out with him before. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That's that's gonna. I'm gonna. That's gonna make that happen. I feel like. I feel like I want to do a show, but I'm kind of scared because I feel like he's gonna like slip me a one of those stars of death. Well, like, he doesn't no, gotta I'm slip gonna... it to me. I'll fucking yeah. walk walk on my hands over that fucking thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means. Doesn't he play? Uh, I think he played Sabbath. I've done it once. And I think he played Sabbath. I did it last yeah. year. I think doesn't he play music? And you shouldn't play music on your podcast because. <laughs> They could, you know, they yeah. they could oh, go yeah. and yank it. Yeah, he puts in like the old school records sometimes before he starts the the podcast. <laughs> oh, maybe it's beforehand. Okay, so him funny. and him and that guy Lee, it's funny dynamic, you know. He seems like a nice guy too. That guy, he's a good like sidekick, you know. Yeah, it's so Lee's funny nice nowadays guy. with the TV. Like, I don't even watch the major like Channel Two, Four, and Seven, and like you don't watch the shit you watch growing up. Like, I don't even. On TV, I just watch movies and stuff. I hate fucking commercials. I just watch Netflix and YouTube. Jimmy, you, Brian, you. Same shit, man. Netflix. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube's my thing. I, I I never watch TV anymore. I literally turn my TV on just to like have it on in the background. I hit mute and then I just go straight to YouTube, watch the podcast. You know, uh, who who was it? Everlast uh, from House of Pain and from uh, the Whitey Ford. Uh, uh, he was in here recently, and he told me about the Black Mirror show, and we oh, talked about great. that before. So and he told me about season four, uh, the Star Trek episode, or yeah. kind of. I do you know what I'm talking about, yep. Brian? No, no. Check I, out I, that I Black know. Mirror. I, I only I was remember I saw the first season one episode, and it was it didn't really I didn't like it. Didn't grab you, yeah. No, then I saw another one, and it was fucking phenomenal. The, the one Star with, Trek that was awesome. Yeah, that was an awesome one. And then I saw another one, like the video game one. I thought I'd really love it. It was so depressing. <laughs> you see that one? Yeah, I've seen the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, that's it could have ended so good. It's a series, like a TV show. Oh, I mean, it's on Netflix. It's yeah. like Twilight on Zone. Netflix. It's like the Twilight oh, okay. Zone, but I get a, But it has a lot, a lot to, to do with it technology. It's fucking cool, man. Black Mirror, huh? Yeah, it's a great show. It's it, but it's all there's no there's no ghosts or demons. It's all it's it's all set in the future, and it has something to do with technology. And it's all believable because you're like, yeah, I could see technology being there in ten years or thirty years, whatever it is. Uh, oh, you know, okay. it, all, it's all fairly believable uh, speculation. That's interesting. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely check something like that. I just there's just so much to watch that it's hard to get around to everything. You know, it's true. And also, you're getting ready to fight in a cage, Brian. When you think about what's next, 
what is what, what what do you think about what's next? Because I'll tell you, a lot of guys. It's nice that you're thinking about it because a lot of guys don't think about it until it's too late. You know, they're like, "Oh, this is the time of my life. I'm fighting. I'm traveling, and I'm fighting, and I'm traveling. It's over. What the fuck yeah. am I doing now?" You know what I mean? Oh, so it's hard, man, because you're like, like you said, you're trying to live in the moment as yeah. best as you can, but it's scary thinking about what's next for me because I, I, I truly don't know much of anything else but fighting, you know? So yeah, I'm trying I hear to that. figure <laughs> out like, what the hell could I do? Because for me, I got into fighting because I was afraid to have a boss and have a job and be stuck. I wanted to be free. I wanted to do something I loved and that I was really, truly passionate about. And this is the only fucking thing. What about <laughs> so training? What about training and, and training some people and, and a school, that type of thing? Or no, you don't think that's for you. You know, I see a future in that. I do take, you know, I, I'm passionate about showing other people my skills and things that I know. And I, I do like to get creative with, uh, you know, pad work and stuff like that. But uh, it's tough. You know, I mean, I, I guess I can see me opening a gym and I would like it to be a little different than, than every everyone else's gym. You know, how is that now? Yeah. Did, how would you, you do that differently? Because I'm going to write down these ideas and, and put them at center yeah. BJJ. Go ahead. <laughs> Shoot. What do you think? Yeah. So, so you need some, you need a cryo therapy tank you need a a, a massage therapist um you oh, need um, maybe an infrared sauna in there um oh, shit. What else do we hey and now the cryotherapy i've done that because you know joe recommended i said let me try it i couldn't tell if it did anything or not do you did it has it helped you yeah it's one of those things like i feel it instantly right after i leave there i feel like the inflammation kind of drains out but then i go train again that night and then it's it's right back pretty much you know so it's a temporary fix? Yeah, it's pretty temporary. I feel like it's not it, – it's just good to do frequently, I guess, throughout training camp to, to try to drain the inflammation as you go through it. Oh, okay. Now, uh, Montel is only uh, – Jackson has, has one fight in the UFC, and he's got seven overall. Is, is it a kind of a challenge for you to get up for a fight against a guy who's unranked? Because uh, you fought some highly ranked guys before, like Lineker and uh, Alcantara, uh, Alcantara. A and little bit, yeah. It, it, it's kind of weird going from Burrell, Lineker, and then to like someone who who nobody really knows about. But it, honest, honestly, the the goal is just to get a win and get a new deal. This is the third fight on my contract, so I got to get a win and make a good impression and renegotiate for the next deal. So that's really what's important here. That's a lot of pre- you don't want to be fighting a guy on the last fight of his contract. You never want to have to deal with a guy who's got who's on the last fight of his contract because <laughs> that guy wants to make a good impression. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? For him, it, it goes the other way. Like, he lost his debut, so oh. he's, he's got his back against the fence, too, I feel like. Yeah, guy coming off a, 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 his first fight uh, loss. Yeah, you know he doesn't want to go 0-2. Yeah, so he's trying to redeem that loss, and I'm trying to get the new deal. So, Well, I recommend – Yeah. I, listen, I, I, I know you train hard, and uh, you've been the underdog – in other, I'm not sure what what it is with this one, but you've been the other dude before. You went to Brazil. You kicked ass. You kicked ass when people, you know, had you uh, counted out. You took out a former champ. You're around my height. Am I psyching you up? Yeah, man. Good. I'm psyching myself I'm up, good. man. I'm about to jump on Chris the producer and hit him with his <laughs> shitty thermos. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It really is. Uh, Brian, listen, man. Hey, best of luck. Keep Hey, work a lot with Marab. That's not going to go bad for you if you keep doing that. <laughs> Yeah, no, he was uh he was over at Long Island MMA a couple of times for the pro practice uh, leading up to his fight, so I got work with him then too, and uh, yeah, he's a really good guy to work with. I, I love working with Marab. So, all right, buddy. Well, it's good talking to you, Brian, and good luck, man. I'm gonna try to be at that uh, 
at that uh, card because the card from top to bottom is incredible. It's gonna be I hope to I hope to see you guys there and uh, maybe me and uh, Sarah can share a star uh, star of death. After <laughs> yes, uh, dude, I'm I'm down with that, buddy. Good luck, <laughs> bud. Nice talking to you. Take care, bro. Right. Have see a you, man. good one. I gotta get on that Joey Diaz show. Yeah, it's a cool show, and and Joey's great. You know what I mean? I think I could have a good time. What's up, Chris, the producer? Hmm? I don't know. Right, let's I get, get my the... phone back. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph and a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. All right, now let, can we ask you a question? Yeah, Jimmy, have you, have you guys talked about the fact that Jones, Gustafson, too? Or that, was that no. announced after? No, that happened like two hours after we wrapped up. Okay. Can we talk about now it? Now let me ask yeah, you. Yeah, it's official. Didn't I speculate that that was going to happen and they were going to either fight for an interim belt or the belt and Cormier was going to stay at heavyweight? And Dana told me I was wrong? I bet he was telling me I was wrong about the heavyweight because yeah. I said that Cormier was fighting Brock. I had no idea that Derek Lewis was coming. No, I, I think they just that. kind of threw that together. I'm shocked that Cormier has taken that fight. Shocked. Yeah, that's. I, I agree with you on that. That's I, like I a was Frankie saying, Edgar move almost. I, I was saying when that got announced, like obviously Cormier is the favorite going into that. He'll, he'll probably win that fight. But that, Derek Lewis is a dangerous guy. Everybody knows he's going to throw that right hand and he lands it on everyone. Now, Cormier, the difference is Cormier... We'll probably try to put him on the ground immediately and have a huge advantage on the ground. Right. And Cormier can take a punch, and Cormier can fight standing up. Sure. But uh, I, I don't know why you are taking the risk where Jones is coming back and Brock is there, and you're taking, I guess, to fight in the garden. Well, that, and also to make that cheddar. To nope. make that, they're probably saying, hey, listen, do you want to fight? He's probably going, listen, no, I actually want to wait. We're going to offer you this much, and you're going to, um, well. That's pretty much how it probably went. But Jones is a bigger money fight, and so is Brock. Both are much bigger money fights, and Jones is coming back to fight. When's Jones Wait, fighting? Uh, New Year's Eve. That's the, uh, yeah, December 29th, I think. So he's fighting it. like, uh, you know, a, a month and a half later. 
Yeah, the, but you know what, though? As the champion, I mean, Cormier Dude, is probably good. at the Can highest we... uh, height of popularity, his Can... own popularity. That's true. Like, this is a, and Derek Lewis, that, that's an exciting... It is. It's a good card from top to bottom. I would rather see this fight. I'm just surprised he could. Sure. Oh, uh, yeah. I got something to say. What? It's about um, John Jones and okay. Gustafson. And Gustafson. Yeah. I think... That John Jones has his hands full. He does. Yeah. He absolutely does. Think about when he came back after a layoff and he went tw- like twenty. Like, I don't know. Fought OSP. Many, yeah. yeah, with OSP, he went the distance. Gustafson. Gust. 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 me fucked up. Alexander Gustafson. 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 Yeah, Alexander. I like to call him. Ag. 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 You know, his fight with um, Glover Textera. Textera. Leave me alone with Glover. Was. An amazing thing to watch. And I know Glover's a different fighter, you know, than Jones. But he's just been looking better and better. He hasn't fought in a hot minute. Wait, 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 Since that fight, which he put on a clinic against Glover. Um, let me, let's see exactly. I mean, that's a, that's a tough fight, man. And they had that tough fight when Jones was being active and kicking ass. And so, I mean, man. Well, Gustafson's given Jones and Cormier, who are, you know, two of the best ever one and two in the light heavyweight division, basically, other than Gustafson. He's given them both the hardest fights of their career, yeah, yeah. which they've said. Uh, that fight was May 2017, so it's over a year. May. <laughs> well, the hardest fight of Cormier's career couldn't have been Gustafson. It's got to be the Jones who beat him twice. Well, I mean, arguably, I mean, obviously he got knocked out, but the Gustafson fight was a grueling yeah. fight. You know, that arguably Gustafson could have won that fight and the one against Jones. Yeah, so. the Jones one was an incredible fight. Yeah. So they're fighting oh. for the light heavyweight title. I thought Dana told me I was wrong about that. Uh, but that maybe he meant the heavyweight. Um, yeah, and at that point, the, the Derek Lewis thing didn't happen yet. So it's like, you know, stuff kind of falls into place. Tell me what's yeah. going on with this drama with uh, <laughs> with Daniel Cormier and former champ Stipe. A little back and forth on Twitter. Nothing crazy. I want to hear about it. Stipe is pissed off, of course, because he's not getting the shot. And I don't blame Stipe for being pissed off. You know, didn't he set the record for defenses with four? And uh, yeah, he wants he wants a rematch, but again, he got knocked out in the first. It, it's going to be a little harder to sell that than an exciting Derek Lewis fight, right? Well, yeah, and Stipe was saying that he offered to fight f- on this card, and I guess, you know who knows what the, yeah, the reality I mean, situation is. What he accomplished at that at yeah. heavyweight alone, though, I know he got caught in that first round, but before he got caught, they were going. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I can't blame him for being pissed. What is, well, what's going on? What the fuck did they say? So Stipe, had, uh, there was, it was like a longer video, but then the comment under the video that Stipe posted said, nine times out of ten, I beat DC. Everybody knows it. DC knows it. No heavyweight has ever accomplished what I have. Hashtag heavyweight goat. DC responded. He said, damn, seems like I've knocked my guy Stipe Miocic silly. Come on, my guy. Don't be thirsty. We're still good. You got next if Brock doesn't make it. And then Stipe said, you beat me that night. I respect that. But it would never happen again. I carried the torch in this division for a long time. I've been staying up all night with my newborn do- newborn daughter, and I still offered to fight you November third with zero camp weeks ago. So, no, well, that'd be a bad move by Stipe. One hundred percent. Yeah, fighting Cormier with no camp. Well, I was saying to, to uh, Matt last week that I, you know I don't know if it played into it a little bit, but Rockhold is fighting November third, obviously against Weidman, huge mm-hmm. fight. DC, you got to assume is training with him during that, so. DC's already working a bit with Rockhold, so he's already started preparing. I wonder if that was a bit of a factor in him, you know, taking this fight on short notice. You know, he's assuming. I'm assuming. He's assuming. You don't assume. You know, hey, listen. You know what I'm assuming, guys. What's that? I don't want to be an asshole. 
Well, Can I say it, Jimmy? Go ahead. I'm assuming Jimmy's off his diet. Yeah, you're right. Oh, how dare you? He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong. I see goldfish. I see pretzels. Well, I, I here's the thing. I see goldfish. I see pretzels. I see snacks, snacks, I, snacks. I have a couple of snacks from outside because this stupid facility. We Explain we moved, yourself. Explain so yourself. I had to. I do the gym, yeah. and I was after the gym hungry, and okay. I usually get a piece of salmon or something. Uh, but there was no time to do it today, so I came here just to eat something. I had these two little snacks. They're not big. It's snacks. not a competition. No, it's not a. Ooh, I'm so being so good, and you're being so bad. What am I holding up? What is this around? What does this look like? It's a nude it's picture like, of a man. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's a high Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what am I holding up? Crave bar what, looks like. Well, you don't got. I'm not. They're not sponsoring me. Well, but it's beef jerky. Yeah. All right. The fuck. And you don't have to. Just is it a probiotic Semen. drink? You got a per- yeah. Yep. What I'm trying to say is, I'm eating healthy. I'm being an asshole. Is what I'm being. And it's okay. It's okay to be an asshole sometimes. The people sure. you, you love. I love yeah, but Jimmy, you're not wrong, you. and I can tell I feel fat. Jimmy, I'm doing it because I'm guilting you, Jimmy, because you know what? Normally, I'm worried about you. This is what I'm worried about. Not, not really worried, because you're all right. But you're starting your other radio gig. Uh, your, An your, hour your, earlier. Earlier. So what? when I used to work all-night security, Jimmy, way, way, way back, way back before you know becoming former you know, sure. champion and Hall of Famer, I <laughs> worked all-night security. I told you this before, midnight to eight yes. in the morning. And when I'm tired, really, I eat bad. I'm just like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to eat a corn muffin at the, at the truck that gets you, and I'm going to drive home with that. So what I'm worried about, my my friend Jimmy, is that now you're a little tired. And you I'm always Now tired. you're eating. Look at that. I never, and this is not, listen, that's not bad. That's no. not that big. It's a little teeny it's bag big. of goldfish and it's a little big. teeny bag of pretzels. It's, it's, it's teeny, okay. weeny. I, listen Small, fun-sized bags. It, you know, there's nothing fun about getting off your diet, Jimmy. I don't mind it because I ate like a pig for a week, but I'm just hungry. I, I didn't have any food after I worked out. You got to eat something after the gym. Yeah, of course. Jimmy. And by the way, we added some sound effects that Jim is not. Oh, shit, to. Jimmy. I want to hear, Jimmy. One that you're very familiar I with. I want to hear how your weekend went this weekend. I want to hear. I can't wait. Wait for it. I want to. I want you to tell me. I want you to tell me. It was okay. All right, it's a little, it's a little anticlimactic. All right, another one is um. Anyway, Jimmy, I flew here from Long Island, and boy, is my arms! All right, that's the. It's a terrible cricket sound effect. (laughs) It was. It was like it was like a stuttering. (laughs) How fast is? Let me hear that again. That sucks. Oh, horrible! We got to change the cricket. Oh my god! I know. You you thought you liked it, and all of a sudden. Ah, oh, the car crash. But I'm on the fence with that one, Jimmy. Why? Ethiopian Anthony show yeah, I car feel crash. Like it's kind of I use it now. Sure, yeah. Jimmy, you that did I'm that okay. come about? Were you on the show when they started doing that? Don't remember. Probably. Okay. I probably because then I feel like it's okay. Because yeah. it's part I believe of the thing. No, it's almost you must like have a, been. Yeah. It's well, like I don't know a, if it was before me at NEW. I don't know. Well, what I don't want is to be biting off any other show here. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, like, wait, what are we? No. Nothing, Jimmy. <laughs> it's a car crash. It's a car. Fine. It's a car crash. Well, that's it, right? Is that it with the new ones? Yeah, yeah. We just had no, another one. Ones, but... Wait. Wait. Ah. That was just one of your original ones. Oh, okay. I think you had that one already, Jimmy. Yeah. You know? Um, Matt, what? by the way, we were talking what? a little bit before the show. You actually gave him a call, Ryan LaFlair. I did. Uh, he left a message for me. I just oh, saw that okay. now. He uh, announced he's retiring from yeah, uh, MMA. After that loss. Yeah, he yep. texted. Uh, I'm like, yo, I saw that on here. And I'm like, uh, you know. Why don't we just get him in here and talk about it? So he left me a message, and I will listen to it afterwards. I'm sure he's saying, Matt, I want to come in and hang out. 
Because I like Ryan LaFleur. Sure, I do too. Very much. I'm almost, I feel like, listen, he got caught bad in that last fight, like a bat to the head, you know? And he got stopped in his last, no, he won his last one before this, and then he lost the one prior to that. And both of those were stoppages, which is kind of scary. The uh, No, the one before. Oliveira, he lost. Fight. Yeah, but it was a decision win over. He, yeah, then it was a decision. He won. Yeah. And then he lost his last one. Just the other day to uh, Tony Correct, Richie. to Tony Martin. Right. Tony Martin. Yeah. Tony, Tony Richie's the... Yeah, he had the decision he's the, over he's the, he's the, 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 the guy who does the um, strength and conditioning at Longo's. What the fuck am I talking about? But anyway, uh, I, like, I, I, you know, I always felt like... I mean, the guy only before that, he went five rounds with Damian Maya and he lost. And then he had a couple of tough fights, you know? But man, I always thought he was like one of, like a dark horse in the division. So, and he had a great... Listen, he had a really good career, yep. but... He has a school in Long Island. I, you know, I like to have him in here to have a proper goodbye. You know, yeah, I like Ryan a lot. He's a good, he's got a good sense of humor. He's a funny guy. And by the way, the uh, the co-main at the Garden, another amazing fight is uh, Cyborg Amanda Nunes. Oh no, 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 that's not at the Garden. That's what? Uh, that's what? Two thirty-two, December. 3rd. Oh, sorry, Jones. Oh, I, gotta, I, I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, no, I meant Jones. Uh, you're right. It says yeah. right in front of me, two thirty-two. That's an amazing co-main. What is yeah, that? Where official. is that? That's for a Jones Gustafson, which is Vegas. I'm thinking they're fighting the guard. Um, well, December 29th. Uh, that's the New Year's 29th. Eve card or the New Year's Eve two, you know, night before then. What's the co-main in the garden? Uh, the, uh, the official bout order hasn't been set, um, so I'm not sure, actually. Okay. But that was supposed to be, I think it was supposed to be Cormi- uh, fights? Nate Diaz and uh, it was, Poirier. Yeah, they, but that's, but Poirier's out. He has a hip injury. Yeah, and, and, and uh, he had to go out to L.A. to see a specialist. And then Diaz, of course, wanted to be pulled. I guess he wants to fight Khabib. You know. I know. I mean, that's that, that's frustrating because I don't. That doesn't make sense it's for Nate just, to jump in on, and fight Khabib. It's just not going to happen. No. So, like, give us uh, what is going on with this? Oh, so, you know what? The co-main is uh, it's stupid. It's probably Rockhold and uh, it could be uh, Rockhold. Well, I've been yeah. sure. What is, what's up with uh, Pauli Malignaggi? <laughs> Pauli Malignaggi. Let's go. What is that? What am I seeing there? That was obviously from after two twenty nine. He he put out of us. You know, he was giving an interview or he tweeted that like Connor's. Uh, here, well, I might as well read it. He said, when, when you're a pussy, it's always going to come out when you're in combat sports. You can only hide that fact for so long because you're going to get pressed to the point where you have to show some balls. This guy, I've been saying it for a while, is going to go down as the most overrated guy in mixed martial arts history. He continually signed checks that his ass couldn't cash. He had an overhyped record on the come up. This is the most overhyped guy in combat sports history. Forget mixed martial arts, which I think is nonsense. Yeah. Wow. What do you think about that? Um, I think he's, you know, listen, I mean, I'm not going to say overrated because I like his skill set. I just think when you go versus Khabib, he, he, I think he's outgunned. That's why, like, he didn't do anything in that fight to show me that he deserves a rematch. I right. think he should go out. I think he lasted on the ground a little more than I thought he would. Yeah, no, no. I, I'm not saying he didn't do some good stuff. I, I, I was, I, I'm on the record saying that I'm impressed with his ground defense. Yeah. I think he did great that first round, but, <clears throat> excuse me, Khabib. Doesn't, he's just getting better as it goes along. Yeah. Uh, not that he's, not that Connor's always shown a problem with his endurance, but he's shown some signs of some fights where he got fatigued and uh, with Diaz and um, and also with uh, Floyd. And it's a different uh, scenario with just the boxing. But you know there were signs of some uh, some problems with his endurance. So I mean that's the worst guy to fight, Khabib. Yeah. But a lot of other guys in the division, I think he matches up phenomenal with because he's got such good hands. And again, he's not that. I mean, look what he did to Eddie Alvarez. Look what he did to Dustin Poirier. So, overrated, no. But yeah. I mean, I, is he going to be Khabib? I very much doubt it. I mean, yeah, and I don't. But that's the thing, though. I mean, he, he. 
obviously Paulie has a history with Connor. He doesn't like the match sure. the sparring and all that stuff. But I don't think people, I don't think anybody was saying that Connor was definitely going to go in there and beat Khabib. You no. know, so it's oh, like a lot to of say over saying that. I sure. picked Connor, but I mean, we picked him, but, but we lost. weren't going to be surprised if, no. if what happened happened. You know, I, I don't think anybody thought that. By the way, uh, a fight that I'm besides a, a branch and, and Jacare, which I'm really, it's going to be a good fight. Oh yeah, uh, Derek Brunson against Israel Adesanya. I am really looking forward to. Yeah, who we're probably going to talk to either both of them, but definitely Israel Adesanya, I think, before that fight. Oh, good, so, good. Yeah. yeah, he's 14 and 0, and Brunson is a, is a very tough guy. So that's an interesting fight. That's not who I would have picked for him. I'm, I'm glad he's taking that fight. Um, I want to talk about that. I really enjoyed that quid tent. Quintet thing, the yeah. quintet thing with the with the grappling that Uriah uh, oh, yeah. called in. That was that was fun. Who won? They had a draw. Him and Sakuraba. <laughs> but I watched I watched it in different times. Like I watched the Eddie Bravo's team versus the Polaris team, and that was fun. I saw um, Gregor Gracie gets a nice fucking Kimura. He took out like two guys in a row, and then if you you keep staying in this tournament until like so if you beat one guy. Then you got to go with it. You stay in, and a fresh guy comes in from the team. So you go versus that guy. So then you beat that guy. You got another fresh guy. So it is. It's it's a pretty cool format, man. I I enjoy that. All right, let's get back to Derek Brunson. <laughs> I just, I didn't want to forget that though, because boy, I not only did I enjoy watching that, I uh, I picked up some techniques. I watched how Gordon Ryan was taking a certain arm lock. Uh, which was very nice. Gordon Ryan destroyed that thing, by the way. He's one of John Danaher's yeah. students, and also. Um, uh, who else? Gordon Ryan, Craig Jones. Uh, man, such really, really, really good jujitsu in that. And and normally some of the grappling stuff, I could just, even though I love jujitsu, right. the tournaments, I could just be like, ah, get bored with. Yeah. You know? But all right, Derek Brunson. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I think it's going to be a great fight. Um, I mean, Derek just came off that fight with Jacare, no? Yeah, I think that was probably the last one. Let me see. He is, and then and let's tell and tell me about Israel's last fight. It was we were there. It was um, and he's undefeated, huh? Oh my God! Don't uh, Brad Tavares. He just yeah. he beat Brad Tavares. Uh, I think he beat him by decision, right? It was a decision. Yeah, and he beat him very decisively, though. Yeah, methodical. That's the thing that's yeah. interesting about this fight because Brunson is a guy that you know he just comes out towards that big left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he comes out real hard early, and it'll be interesting to see what what Israel does with that. But um, did Israel show some some? How's his ground game? I mean, did we see some? I mean, I I don't remember if he got taken down against Tavares, but I I, I know he has pretty good, uh, you know, grappling defense. He doesn't get taken down as easily as you think, and it'll be you know it'll be tested probably in this fight. But sure. um, no, he showed some pretty good defense as well. This looks like an inter. This is a very interesting fight. Yeah, the Jacare fight. Well, we're not Bronson's making picks yet. No, no, it's just an interesting one to talk about. Give me something else. I like uh, it. Darren Till is moving up to middleweight. Yeah. Thoughts oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Is he saying the Shit. weight cut is what hurt him in that fight? What he's not here. Well, so he said, I'm a big dude for welterweight, to be honest. So that's probably going to be my last fight at that weight versus Woodley at 228. Welterweight isn't fully gone for me, but I'm happy to be going up to middleweight now. And I'll be strong at that weight, not having to cut as much weight. Um, I'll have a few fights at middleweight. And you never know down the line if Woodley is still... The champ, uh, I can have another go for him, but that's a rematch I want. The future's bright. How, tall, got, how tall is he? Um, I don't know. Let's see. He wasn't saying that that's why he lost, but sure. obviously the weight cut is a I don't think he's even taller than Woodley. If he is, it's by an inch. No, he's taller. Not, Not much. that much. No. Yeah. Really? Woodley has longer arms, I'm pretty sure. How sure? much taller is yeah, he? Yeah, till six foot. And let's see what Woodley is. 
Well, you know what's interesting, man. Maybe it's uh, Woodley's five nine, but the oh, but the okay. but the reach isn't the, that right. Different. The reach yeah. and the leg uh, the leg different uh, reach. But you know what's interesting is that a lot of guys, man, Robert Whitaker, Kelvin Gastelum. I mean, look at these guys when they they fought up a weight class or fought more. I guess at their more than natural weight, they're fucking doing great. Yeah, this might be one of those cases. I feel like saying that in a Seinfeld. This might be one of those cases. Yeah. Who are these people couldn't wait? Worst Seinfeld ever. <laughs> Fucking, I'm giving this thing. That was good. Nah, that Why? was bad. What is the matter with the soundboard? The, 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 Why is the, the soundboard all it's probably, shitty? Because it's the internet or whatever's, whatever's going on here. It's through Bluetooth, so if there's something going on, uh, who knows? I don't know. There you go. Maybe it was being blocked. I moved it. Now try the crickets again. <laughs> Bad. Still stinks. They're too fast. <laughs> too fast. Yeah. What are they? The, the crickets on cocaine over there? Yeah, they should just be. Uh, man, uh, rap oh. god. I'm a rap devil, man. Let's talk about it. What else we got? Uh, huh? So oh, I, can I tell you? Sure. That I watched. Do we got time? We got time. We got whatever time you want. Do, sure. Do the movie minute. Jimmy wants. Oh. Jimmy wants to do a movie minute. Jimmy, you want to do that to break up? Sure. Because we got stuff to talk about. Absolutely. And we'll talk about it. Hit it. Oh my god. Hi, everybody. We're taking it back, Jimmy. Jimmy, we're taking it back. How far back? Way back, Jimmy. (laughs) We're taking it way back. Okay. Way back to... When did Hot Tub Time Machine come out? Do you know? Uh, 1980-something. No. Did it really? No, first of all, no. I've never seen it. Fucking 80s. What do you think? It's uh, It's 2010. What a fun! You never seen it? No. Such a fun movie. If you watch my, if, if anybody follows my Instagram, Matt Sarah BJJ, I put a clip of it uh, on there. It was very funny. Day. That was a funny clip, wasn't mm-hmm. it? That's when they went back in time and they were going down like the double diamond at the ski resort they used to go to as kids, and they're really like younger, even though they look older. That's why they don't really they took a wipeout and they feel that's they feel great. That's her. They're like, yeah, I feel fantastic. Yeah, what's the what's his name? Who's the big black guy? He reminds me of Patricia O'Neill, your oh, friend. Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. Guy was a bad guesser. It's Craig Robinson. I love Craig Robinson. He's like, I feel I feel crazy. And who's the other guy, the bald guy in it? Oh, um, Jimmy Stop. What? <laughs> anyway. It's Rob Corddry, I think. So anyway, they feel great. They yell stuff. Look at my Instagram. You can see the clip. But I watched this the other day. And I'll tell you right now, as far as comedies go, top notch. I watched... No, that's the wrong applause. That's Longo's. That's not top-notch. It deserves a wide-man applause. Hot Tub Time Machine. It's got laughs. I mean, it's one of those... It's almost so perfect that I can watch it almost every time it comes on, Jimmy. I I can't believe I've never seen it. It's fun. It's just a fun... You know, it's got a little, like, still a little politically incorrect, but it's... It's it's um. Isn't it weird when you watch comedies from ten years ago and you're like, oh, they wouldn't say that now in a couple. A hundred percent, and they wouldn't do that, you know. But uh, you know, uh, well, let me sum it up really quick. You know, it's about a guy. Um, I don't want to give it away. What do you want me to say about it? Um, whatever won't give it away. It's about friends. Like they got a a, a friend that that supposedly tried to kill himself. I know it's a comedy. But you can't really prove they tried to kill him. Sure. But anyway, they want to get together. They want to cheer him up. So they bring him to a ski resort that they used to go to when they were uh, youngsters. 
And it was the best times of their lives. And they wanted to capture it. And then they bring their John Cusack who's in it. I love John Cusack. He's good in some things. <laughs> Say anything. He holds up the stereo on him. But uh, he brings his nephew along who's doing nothing but playing video games and this and that. And he's a, I, I forgot that kid's name. He's a, good, he's a good actor too. But anyway, they go up there. The place turns to shit. They get into this hot tub. And uh, they spill this like Russian fucking Red Bull that they had. And it fucked it up. And, and anyway, it became a time machine. Hence, hot tub time machine. Okay, listen. I'm not getting into all the details. But Chevy Chase is like their little um, uh, guide in all this. Because he goes to work on the, on the you know Chevy Chase? You're here. Yeah, sure. You ever heard the great Chevy Chase? I sure have. He's apparently a really pleasant guy to be around. Yeah. I heard he's not. Is that I true? Know, no, no. I know you're right. I know yeah. you're being silly with that, but yeah. did you really hear he's not a great guy to be yeah. around? Yeah. That's a shame. Because he's funny and shit. Is he funny. foul play? I did. That's another movie minute. It just seems like old times. <laughs> sure does, Jimmy. Uh, but, uh, Time Machine's popularity is up 423 <laughs> points this week, according to IMDb. I got to think that's the Matt Sarah button. What did you just say? It's, the popularity is up like over 400 points this week. Jimmy. Whoa, people like what I like. Yeah. You have a lot of power. Thank you, Jimmy. Um, I hey, they 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 have to kind of like relive like their like they have to do everything exactly how it went down so they don't like do like one of those uh, butterfly effects, you know that right. type of shit. Fun, fun. Wait for it, Jimmy. Wait for it. Two, three. Fun. Okay. I'll give it. It was. Listen, watch Hot Tub Time Machine. I know there's the sequel. And it looked like shit. But guess what's funny about that is on my Instagram, somebody, I put that little clip of there, Bruce Buffer, who's a friend of mine, you know, Bruce Buffer. Yeah, I saw him. He chimes in. He's like, oh, I love the movie too. And make sure you check out the sequel for a surprise. I heard he's in the sequel, but no offense. I heard the sequel shit. So, I haven't seen it. So I'm like, oh, is it the same guys? oh, Bruce, that's great. But I think Bruce plays himself in the sequel. Is it the same guys? It's the same guys except for John Cusack because he's probably like, look, man. <laughs> I'm going from Say Anything, which was great. Not oh, wait, listen, he was also in a lot of other movies. How old is this movie? Ten years? Yeah. Uh, no, it's 2010. Okay, so. yeah, oh, eight but years. Yeah, nine years. Fucking now. close to it. But I'll tell you, what a fun fucking movie. I can't say anything about the second one. I watched a little bit of it, and I just was, I can't fucking. You didn't care for it. Nah, I mean, what was wrong? With it's it? like the other Hangovers. I can't get into that. I mean, they were okay, but ah, sure, they <laughs> almost ruined it. You know, it's not like Die Hard 2. That was excellent. What it's not like it? Predator 2. Caddyshack 2, better than the original. Uh, I, what? Better than the original. Oh, with Jackie Mason? That was the yeah. fucking... Better oh than the original. Oh, my God. So bad, Jimmy. So bad. But, uh, you know, nothing like the original. So I say, everybody, hey, you'll do a lot worse than getting Hot Tub Time Machine from the Red Box. I don't know what they get it on. But I don't know where you're going to see it. I, I watched it. I caught it on cable the other day. And I fuck, I can watch that thing every time it comes on. One, it's in my top 10 comedies. Top five, maybe. That's all I got to say about Hot Tub Time Machine. Zero piss breaks. Go see it. What did I go see with my wife the other day while we are talking about movies? I saw a movie. Keep it kind of clean, Jimmy. What are you going to say? <clears throat> the Nun. Did you see it? I went and saw The Nun. That's a scary movie. Yeah, it was about the, um, you know, the people that did The Conjuring and whatever the other I one was. I like scary movies. This was... Was There's it scary a little, or no? Yeah, it was. There's a painting in it of a creepy nun. Very creepy nun. That's Jimmy. It's a horrifying moment is this painting in this movie. Yeah? And they what made that? a movie about the nun yeah? in the painting where, you know, uh, it's about uh, there's a nun who kills herself yeah. at this haunted convent in the woods. It takes place like 50 years ago. 
and these, uh, you know, this this guy, uh, this priest, and this new nun have to go up there and figure out what's going on. Entertaining. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's a character. Stop thinking you're putting funny characters in fucking movies where they're not needed. Oh. There was a character named Frenchie in this stupid movie. Frenchie? Oh, I saw she's the same one from Greece. It Is was it like a not, sequel? No, this oh. was not the same Frenchie. I would have oh. preferred her. I liked her as a kid. This was a French I, guy. I liked her as a kid in Olivia Newton. I liked Stalker Channing. I had no idea she was 58 when she did that movie about being <laughs> yeah. in high school. Oh, oh, Riz? Riz, yeah. Oh, she, she was a whore. Hickey from Kaneki. She was a whore. She, uh, so this guy, Frenchie, plays like the sidekick. Oh, fuck. I hope he gets it from the nun. I hate <coughs> fucking like witty line really? sidekicks. They ruin every movie. Their dialogue is never funny. Witty, witty it, line sidekicks? It took me out of the fucking movie well, every time. He was a good actor, but I didn't need the shitty dialogue, the snippy dialogue. Well, yes, Jimmy, sure. I don't know about sidekicks with shitty lines, but I'm not into fucking horror movies, so I'm going to have none of it. Jimmy? Oh, was that a pun? I just re- I didn't realize. You I just real. I, 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 you didn't realize that before. <laughs> don't so press. What did you no. think it was? Don't, I, I, I well, don't if know. If you had to say one, thing I can't about even my... put up the energy to touch a button. Jimmy, <laughs> I said for the people at home. Let me do the joke again because okay. they don't. Because you said about sidekicks, even though what kind of calls? I don't think I'm a sidekick. But Jimmy, you, you said say? about sidekicks having about having sidekicks having like shitty lines, and you're talking about the nun, the horror movie. I said I don't like horror movies. We gotta do it. I said I don't like horror movies, so I said I have none of it. Well, yeah, you don't like horror movies. Why would you? I'll have none of it, right. Jimmy. When I say when I said none of it, I mean none, like N U N. Oh, that was the movie I saw. It was good. I just won't acknowledge it. <laughs> that, Jimmy, Jimmy, can I open up for you at the cellar with that joke? Yep, I can. I How do you think like, it's gonna go for me? Well. I think they would enjoy it. Yeah, they're not going to enjoy the fucking Kimura that comes on after they're fucking booing me. It, they would. How about that shit? It was. Jimmy? It was a moderately scary film. <laughs> I not turned to zero to amazing. Not amazing. No, yeah. no. I'm not going to see it. Stop with the snippy fucking dialogue in a horror movie. What's like an example of something? That I can't sense. think of I it. I thought I just did one. Like, what was a snippy line? Like, what do you do, uh, I just don't like that his name is Frenchie. Like he shows up with a gun at one point during a really scary moment. And says something like, look like you needed the help. Like like oh. one of those type of douchey lines. Yeah. It's like, shut the... F- You're talking about a nun hung herself. This is a gate to hell. Yeah. And he's got snappy lines. Like, this isn't Lethal Weapon, fucko. <laughs> it wasn't. It really bugged me. It yeah. wishes it was Lethal I Weapon. I hated that part of it. <laughs> Did you hate that part of it? The movie itself was okay. It was all right? Yeah. I went to the movies with my wife the other day, Jimmy. Oh! <laughs> what? I saw Venom. How the fuck did I forget oh that? My God, very Jimmy, Jimmy, I I'm so happy. I to see that. I heard it was terrible. <clears throat> Blasphemy, Jimmy. Okay. Fuck you, Jimmy. Oh my, Jimmy. <laughs> Why are you cursing at me? I just heard saw Jimmy. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, I just heard it was terrible. He's never been madder at you. Yeah. Yeah, you're not the executive I'm, producer. I'm, Jimmy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I heard, Jimmy. Now listen, you know me and my movies. Jimmy, I have to talk about this really quick. We're extending the movie minute. We'll get right back to the MMA love uh, action in a second. But really quick about Venom. I enjoyed it. I fucking enjoyed it, man. What the fuck is the matter with these critics? I'll tell you. I mean, some stuff with the plot. Can I say one part, though? It's like, you know, Tom Hardy's fucking great. Tom Hardy was great. And uh, he plays almost like a... a, He's like like one of those journalists that, you know, like... uh, not a TMZ type, but like kind of like that. Like, you know what I mean? One of those 
journalist. I can't think of any other word. So he's like, uh, like the male Lois Lane type thing. So he's, you know, whatever, this corporation and, and, and yada, yada. They took some stuff, some space, and they're doing experiments and nah, nah, nah. Anyway, the symbolite, something like that. I might have fucked it up. A symbiote. Thank you. You see it? No, but I've I read about it. He's just like no, but I'm just not a fucking moron. <laughs> no, it's, it's that's like his thing. He's the symbiote. Okay, right? it's yeah. the venoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he needs a host, and it has to connect to the right host, or else it fucking ends up just making killing people right off the bat. So anyway, he gets hooked up with venom. So long story short, the only thing I don't like, like what what threw me off, is that uh, the beginning venom's just like you know taking control of them and doing all sorts of shit, saying, listen, I'll do whatever. We, we're going to do whatever we want to do, and you're doing what I want to do, and you might survive this thing. And then at some point, and then there's another bad symbionite. Sim- what is it? Symbiote. 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 Yep. <laughs> and he went into another guy who's a bad guy, and that guy's really killing everything. And, and all of a sudden, he goes, look. He goes to Tom Hardy, which is Eddie Brock, right? And he goes, hey, this is what Venom says to him. Hey, look, you know, I changed my mind. I want to, you know, we were going to bring up, we were going to like in, take over this planet and just eat everybody innocent act because he likes to eat people. Sure. And he goes, I'm just, I'm, you know why? He goes, to tell you the truth, Daddy, back at my planet, I'm kind of like a loser like you. <laughs> he goes, so I want to kind of stay here, you know, and, and be a winner type of thing. What the fuck? So in other words, on, he, like, you know, he's somebody here because he's this big fucking venom and, you know, and uh, so that's it. So he changed his mind. <laughs> he wants to stay there because he's a loser on his own planet. So then he went and he teamed Great. up with the, a so, bullied supervillain yeah. who got bullied on his home planet. But it was oh, done douchey. in a way. But it was done in a there, there was a lot of good moments in it. It was fun. See it in three D. No, I saw it at IMAX though. IMAX, me and the misses. We saw that thing in IMAX. IMAX. Did they, was it available in three D or no? Uh, Might have been. Maybe they didn't make it that way. Uh, like in an IMAX sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you want to go in a big, big, big I love big IMAX. Screen. I would watch any. I'd watch a courtroom drama on IMAX. Mm, I wouldn't anything. You know, let's get back to MMA. So listen, Venom, go see it. Hot Tub Time Machine, go get it wherever you can get it. Sounds like Venom had a couple of pee breaks, though. Uh, let me see. About pee breaks? Take one in the middle. Maybe take a pee break. Yeah. But I did enjoy it. I heard it was shit and from, from critics. And uh, they got to relax with that. Yeah, you know, I watch those nerdy shows. Those, those I watch like their nerdy things on the uh, internet with the uh, internet. Uh, I watch the show called Collider, and it's all like, and they, it's like um, it's like, like a podcast type thing, and they're all talking about like geek, all this geeky shit that I'm into. So one of the I forgot the fucking guy's name, but one of the main guys, I was watching a little thing, and he was talking, and he brought up my name about. Really? Oh no, he was talking about the Khabib thing. I mean, what the fuck was he talking about? He brought up how he made money. Of of uh, he was like, yeah, there was a scrappy kid from Long Island. He was going versus GSP. Like, Holy fuck! Who said this? I forgot his name. I'm it on. really it really ruins the whole story. That I forgot his name. But I do watch that show a lot. What show is it? I'm Collider. Like, Collider. Collider. Show me the pictures of the guys. I know, and I'll know the guy's name right away because he mentioned me. And I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit him up on Instagram or something. I'm gonna tell him, hey, dude, I want, I'm a geek. If you guys do this show, I know they're from LA, but if you do this show here in the Strong Island. <laughs> not a strong guy. Whatever am I? If you do this in New York, I will fucking jump on the show and I'll be a guest. Because sometimes they have guests. I know Michael Rappaport. That's him. Who's that guy? Right What's here? his name? Click on him. Okay. You don't got to play it, Donald. We're going to get shut off. No, there's no sense. What's his name? Because I like him. And poor John Schnepp, who died. 
a guy who died who did like the behind the scenes on the um, Superman like movie that never Christian got made. Harloff is that his name? Christian or Mark Ellis? Well, who's the guy? Not Mark Ellis, I don't think. Is it? Who's that guy with the hat on? I'll tell you right now. I don't know. Let's see. And he'll introduce himself. Can't you skip the goddamn? No, no, we can't. We can't play it. Power behind it. Weren't you on power? You were a priest on that thing, Jimmy. I was, yeah. Yeah, that ship sailed though. Didn't they kill you? They did. To the right. His what's that guy's name? I don't know. Let's see if his. Oh, this is live right now. So (laughs) we're gonna say I don't know. All right. Can we get to the bottom of this anyway? I like when nerds like me because I'm a nerd or a geek because I'm not book smart. Here, here's the names. You ready? It's Christian. Roxy is the girl. So it's not it's Riley. Not Riley. Cobster. Riley's a girl too. I Cody. Believe. I don't know. Brian. All right, I know. Every, I just like the show because I like they all. They know what they talk about. Like Star Wars. They talk about. They talk about all the geeky stuff that I talk about here with Jimmy. Except they all like it. They all like it, and Jimmy. Right. It's like. It's like fucking somebody just like pinching Jimmy's nipples. Which I don't mind it. I, I, I'm not a big fan of it. Like, I like some Star Wars. I know, Jimmy. But I think overall, George Lucas stinks. I, I think the fucking Ewoks stunk. And he's just, yeah. if he had his way, you know, George I Lucas, don't like that, George cri- Lucas, that Christmas so special, the Star Wars Christmas <laughs> special, that to me is George Lucas. Did you ever yeah. see it? Yeah. That cool. to me is his. Because he'd always be like, oh, I did it for the kids and isn't that. It's horrible. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah but like Kubrick wouldn't have done that. Hey, listen, I listen. When Kubrick I had Phoenix in here last time, we were talking about the uh, that last hand solo one and that's a fun movie. I, I still think I stand by that being a fun, okay. fun movie. Didn't you do know? well though. It, it actually got weird. to the... It's, it's a little weird when you have the fucking female robot going... What do you want? She's like, equal rights. And it gets a little nutty with that shit. It's like, oh, fuck yourself. Calm down. Was it a joke? I hate, it- no, it's, it's stupid. I don't like when they get too much like that. It's like, yeah. don't stuff stuff down. Can't the, yeah. well, it's you're, supposed to be 10,000 years really, in the future. You're freeing all the, ro- the droids? The droids? You're freeing the droids? Go fuck yourself, please. But other than that, and she had a crush on Lando. And it was kind of, it made her kind of like walking around. It's like, oh, it's a regular robot. She's kind of got a big butt. Oh. Anyway, I enjoyed the movie. I can look past some shit, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Back to Derek Brunson versus Israel. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, just something that we could wrap up with. Yeah, we can wrap up. We did predictions at the end of last year for who would be the champions at the end of this year. So obviously we'll do that again in a couple of months. But I figured maybe we revisit them and kind of see where we are. All right, let's see how we're doing. Yeah. So for the flyweight division... We all had Mighty Mouse to be the champion at the end of this year, okay. which obviously we're, that's not going to happen because Henry Cejudo is probably going to hold the belt. Uh, bantamweight division, Jim, you had Jimmy Rivera to be the champion at the end of this year. Okay, Matt, you had Dominic Cruz, but unfortunately Cruz hasn't had a fight this whole you know this whole time. I could pick him, uh, and I at TJ, TJ Dillashaw. So it seems like that might end up being the case unless they put together a Cejudo or whatever right. fight. Uh, featherweight, Jim and. Cejudo, Jamaica. Uh, for featherweight, me and Jim both had Brian Ortega. Matt, you had Frankie Edgar. With- yeah, Frankie Edgar. So what about? I love Frankie Edgar. Is there any word on Holly Ortega when that is? Right? When is? Yeah, it? that's uh, December eighth. Okay. All right. So we, oh, we, wow. we don't know that. I could still be right. Correct. Yes. Ortega still has a chance. Frankie obviously gave up his shot, shot at the yeah. title. So Matt, you could have been in it, but it's probably mm. not going to happen there. Uh, lightweight. This probably not a lot's going to change here. Me and Jim both had Tony Ferguson. Matt, you had Khabib, and Khabib looks like he's going to be the champion yeah. at the end of the Yay year. Yay for me. Uh, welterweight, you guys both had Wonderboy Thompson, which I don't think he's going to. No. Probably not going to be up for grabs by the end of the year. And I had Tyron Woodley. Okay. Um, middleweight, 
we all have Chris Weidman across the board. Yay. He's probably not going to get a title shot by the end of no, the year. No, he's but, fighting Rockhold. But he could yeah. definitely earn one with a win over Rockhold. You Word. Um, light heavyweight, Jim, you had Gustafson. Matt, you have DC. And I had DC as well. Well, let's so. see what happens. So I, I have a shot at that one. Yeah. And I have a shot at Ortega. Correct. Okay. Well, and actually, yeah, we're, me and Matt are both going to lose that one because DC is going to lose the light heavyweight title yeah, when the been, Jones Gustafson fight. The second they, the bell yeah. rings, yeah. Uh, heavyweight, Jim, you had Francis Ngannou. Oof. Doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Uh, Matt, you had Stipe, which doesn't seem like Stipe is going to get a shot. Nope. And I had Cain Velasquez, who I thought was, Forget you know, it, it was kind of rumored that he was coming back, but it doesn't seem like that's yeah. going to happen. Uh, women's strawweight, Jessica Andrade. There's no word. You had Jessica Andrade, Jim. No word whether she's getting the next shot, but it seems like she's kind of in line. Okay. Probably won't happen for the end of the year, it doesn't seem. Uh, and me and Matt both had Rose. And then for flyweight, we all have Valentina Shevchenko, which we she is definitely getting a flyweight title right. shot uh, on December 8th, so we'll see what happens there. Bantamweight, me and Jim both have Amanda Nunes. Matt, you had Kat Zingano. Yay, Kat! Um, which she's always, you know, she's always kind of in contention, but it doesn't seem like she's going to get the title shot before the end of the year. I like Kat a lot. Um, and then me and Jim both have Cyborg as the featherweight champion, where Matt has Holly Holm. But I like Holly Holm a lot too. I do too. Hey, not for not, she, she can kick ass, but she well, can also dance. Well, hold on, Amanda <laughs> is not going to lose the. Uh, she's going. They're, they're fighting at. Uh, they're fighting. They're fighting. Featherweight. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So it seems. So yes, so Amanda she's remain will, will remain the bantamweight. Champion. All right. Cool. Yeah. So that one I got. Yep. And you got it too, right? Well, yeah, listen, I had that one as well. It's all fascinating, but you know, let's just. Uh, are we done with that? Yep. Yeah. Good. Thank God. Listen to me. What? Why you? What's I that? don't know. Right. Because because I just saw something that I want to say, and then we're gonna end this. Okay. Javier dos Anjos. Yes. Fighting fucking Kamara Usman. Yeah. How come you didn't mention that? What do you mean? Did you mention that? Not, well, not today. I've, I've, no, not today. It? We we me and Jim talked about it, uh, but you were late that episode, so I think oh. it never came back up. So that's why I left it on there. Because you were late. It's okay. It's a train. The train was late. <laughs> Jimmy, you work with a child, huh? You work with a child. That's okay. I know. How do we deal with this guy, Christopher? This get your act together. Anyway, <laughs> listen, guys, gals. Well, what do you think about that? Already, uh, what a fight. great fight! Oh, man, I think it's a phenomenal fight, and uh, I think it's. It's a, it's a, it's a man. It's a tough one for uh, the main event of the uh, the Ultimate Fighter finale. E- that will, uh, that's not announced, but I would assume that that would be the main event of that. Yeah. Well, it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, I mean if if uh, it's if like Tavares Israel uh, Adesanya, right. wasn't that a, a tough finale fight? Yes. Uh, yeah. If Usman if uh, Usman wins, man, he should be he should really be talked about. It depends on how that fight goes, but that's a, that that that. Could mean a lot for Kamara when he takes if he if he ends up taking out. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, that could be a similar problem for RDA the same way Colby was, right? I mean, it presents similar problems. It, no, it does. It uh, it, re- it really it really does. But this is a three round fight. Yeah. What, what was that other? Well, fight? no. And if was... it's the main event, it would be a five. Oh round shit! Fight too, so. Is well, it so, a main event? Uh, not officially yet, but it seems like it would be. I, what I like about RDA. At this weight is that we get to see a lot of his jujitsu, and like he has some, he has some slick transitions and escapes and whatnot. So and attacks. I mean, look what he did to Neil Magny. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm excited for that fight. I really am. I really, really, really am more excited than that than to see the nun. I'm not mm-hmm. The nun was not particularly. Not this good. type of fight too, like between RDA's number three, Kamara's number six. When people talk about 
you know, fighters just that there's no rhyme or reason to the rankings and this and that. This is a fight that proves that there really is, though, most of the time. Kamaru Usman's been working his way up. RDA just comes off a tough loss against another tough. Where was Derek Lewis ranked, though, before this last fight? Uh, let's see. Let's check out the. I think him taking off his pants, saying that his balls are hot, really got him this. That and that fucking. He was ranked two. (laughs) Miocic won. He wins a big fight in the third round. I understand why they why they're giving him the shot. I think Lewis was actually five because this is updated after the two twenty nine card. So I think he was probably five or six, probably five. Was he he that low before? Well, yeah, because then he just switched with Volkov, who was number two, I think, at that point. So. Jimmy, do you want, uh, I'm, I'm going to end this thing. I'm going to be uh, performing this right. weekend in San Antonio. I'm also going to be in Houston. So go to JimNorton.com for tickets. Also, if you want to come see me in Seattle uh, the following week, I will be in Seattle. Jimmy, don't judge me. I can listen to uh, like uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem, but then I can listen to um, uh, that song as a teenage dirtbag. I don't know it. it. It's such a nice song, Jimmy. It, 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 you know, and it's just so mellow, and I like it a lot. Everybody, listen, train some, tra- train something, train some jujitsu. It was a great day at Sarah BJJ this morning. I was practicing my Ashigarami to um, X guard, to reverse X into an inside heel hook, Jimmy. Okay. My wife was on the other side doing some pad work. I saw Pete Drago sell there. It's a great way to start your day, Jimmy. You know? Oh, good. SarahBJJ.com. Yes. In Manhattan, uh, HenzoGracie.com. Thank you, everybody. Yes. We'll be on. We'll be back in a couple days. We will. I wish I didn't stutter right there. Okay. All right. Goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.